Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Episode 161 of Fourth and John. I am Gail Saunders, aka Eagle Sessions, here with the boys, and we are talking the Philadelphia Eagles. We have officially become a reality show in the city of Philadelphia and across the league. We have really just taken the top off. We just, you know, it, it, we're, it's the bottle of champagne of hurts everywhere. We're spraying it everywhere. It's crazy. It, it's the the talk is wild. The talks in the DMs, the texts are crazy. The family texts back and forth. Uh, we are all dealing with it, and we're all trying to figure out where do we go from here? Do we stick with a struggling veteran quarterback who is supposed to be the franchise, or or do we go for the youth movement and Jalen Hurts and switch it up and change things up? Do the players are the are the, are the players playing? More for Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts is another question that's being talked about. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, at the beginning of uh, the pregame, I was talking about the youth movement. We have got it today. Um, I don't know. I mean, you, you start off with a uh, – you start slow again with Carson Wentz in the offense. You know, they, they had something in the beginning of, of the first quarter. Uh, it died down as the game progressed. And uh, they went with the switch up. They threw us a curveball. I didn't think I didn't, I didn't think he was coming in the third quarter right away. And they they got a spark. And uh, at the end of the day, that's what you wanted from 
uh, Jalen Hurts, and he provided that. Uh, but Eagle fans, I know everyone's got a lot to say. I'm going to cut this short, but uh, Evan Hollywood Hearn, how are you feeling? Ladies and gentlemen, as boring as the Eagles football has been the past few weeks, they made it interesting today. This quarterback, we we have a legit quarterback controversy going on right now. Uh, Carson Wentz, you know, we saw more of what we've seen all season with him. Uh, he came out slow. Uh, he looked just skittish and uh, like just unaware, unproductive uh, inside the pocket. We tried moving him outside the pocket. Man, he just couldn't get anything going all day long. And then Jalen Hurts, when he came in the game, man, this team was playing with a completely different energy. You could see it um, right from the beginning. I mean, you can't really credit Jalen Hurts with the Rager uh, bring back for the touchdown on the punt return. But the team simply was playing with a different energy as soon as Hurts took the field. And I was just as shocked as Gale to see him remain out there. I, w- I was expecting to see... Hurts out there for the drive. I, you know, he scored, and then all of a sudden, man, they, they weren't going to take him out. And we may, we may have very well seen the last of Carson Wentz this season. Do you guys think that we move forward? I'm, I'm being for real. Do you think that we're we're moving forward? How do you take Hurts out? We're going forward. They seem to play with a different energy. And on top of that, the Giants won today. So, I mean, the division is somewhat out of reach. Why not see what we, you have in the youth movement? And if you lose games, what's the worst that happens? You have a better draft pick? It sounds like you're starting a controversy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, well, I, am I the only no, one I that fixed this no, way? No, no, no. Yo, listen, look I'm, how I'm, we're smiling. We just took an L and right now we're sitting here like, yo, man. I enjoyed the chaos, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what, what is else? going on? What else is there? To, like, what, how how else can we react? I mean, we already do going into this game what it was going to be like. Um, you know, uh, you can't. I, I learned from it, especially from last week, from a lot of the feedback that I got. You know, what I mean, showing my frustration and all that. It's not getting me anywhere. Uh, so you know, what I mean, I'm just here. I just you know, I'm I'm here still watching the games and all that stuff. And at, at one point, like seeing Jalen get in there, I'm like, okay, they, 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 yes, I was just as shocked, but I mean, they, they made the move and here they move the ball kid, you know, he has some good passes and all that stuff scores the touchdown. Here comes Rager scores the, 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 the punt return. I'm like, this is some typical Eagle bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, here we go. Here goes the controversy, but they put the fire out with the 77 yard touchdown run by Aaron Jones. And then it's like, okay, you know, back to reality. But yeah, I mean, I mean, all bullshit aside, Evan, I agree with you. I mean, it looks like it, it'd just be wise to go ahead and start this kid the rest of the season. What else do we have? You know, Giants win today. Uh, you know, division looks like it's just getting further and further away from us. So, I mean, we can just squash the bullshit, squash all that hype about winning the division because it doesn't even look like that's happening anymore. Yeah. So, hey, just go that route. Let this kid finish out. You know, we, we, we talked about some – some uh, things that could happen in the long run, but you know we'll, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later when the, when the subject gets brought out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'll I'll uh, I'll start the show off with a little bit of some heat. Um, so I've been waiting to say this for a couple weeks now. I had a uh, a direct quote from a former Philadelphia Eagle, an offensive player, um, played within the past three, four years for the Eagles. And he said that if if you're not Carson Wentz's guy, if you're not in his small group, um, and emphasis on small, if you're not in his group, um, you're not his guy. You'll walk down the hallways. You'll see him. 
you put your head down. You don't even say anything to him. And that's your franchise quarterback. Um, and I think it was very, 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 very evident tonight. And I'm gonna I'm gonna call it the full syndrome. Um, I think everyone from top to bottom, and I honestly think coaches are involved. I think coaches are involved. I think everyone top to bottom plays differently when Carson Wentz is not the quarterback. They play with more passion. They play with more drive. And you saw uh, Jalen Hurts' first five passing attempts all outside the pocket. Mm-hmm. We've been asking for this for, for, for Carson Wentz forever. Didn't say it. First five passing attempts. He's rolling out on play action. Five. And I think it starts top to bottom. I think Carson Wentz, uh, I don't think he. I don't think he's the Eagles quarterback next year. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the locker room and the vibe that people get from Carson. Um, it's. It's. I mean, I. I. I've wanted to say it for a while, and I honestly didn't want to believe it, but I see it tonight, and it's like, damn, I'm surprised the Macho Man meme didn't come out on that one. They just play different, man. It's like, what is 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 he that type? He seems like the most approachable, most you know, team guy, uh, you know, in press conferences and and you know, just just his general his general his feel. It, it he just felt like I thought this was the guy, um, yeah. and I think it's getting at him. I think his confidence is is pretty much close to shot. Um, and I've been an avid Carson Wentz defender forever. And I'm still going to defend him, but I'm I'm going to I think I'm going to end up looking stupid because I just I don't think they play for him. I really don't. Yeah, we're in a, we're in a certain place in time uh, of of uh, the Carson Wentz era, and uh, you're seeing some things from Carson Wentz that you haven't seen before. Uh, uh, a clip of Carson Wentz, you know, really, you know, Carson Wentz is basically saying. Is Carson Wentz gonna have to choke a bit? <laughs> like he's got Press Taylor in his face, and it just—he seems out of character. And the the weirdest thing about tonight, I'm not, I'm not gonna say weirdest thing, but watching—I've been saying about Carson Wentz—you can't be a gunslinger if you're gun shy, and he looks gun shy, and he looks skittish in the pocket. Mind you, this is the, he's been sacked for the fiftieth time this season. Dude is taking shots. Dude is taking hits. I think it, it's really affecting his psyche and his mentality when he's out there on the football field. And I feel like at the end of the day, Carson Wentz is – he's fighting himself uh, every game. Like, he, he's pushing. Uh, you're, you're, you're trying to figure out which, which Carson Wentz is going to show up. And at the end of the day, it's, 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 it's a lot of uh, doing too much. The Art of Doing Too Much, uh, written by Carson Wentz. Uh, but where do we go from here is the main question. Um, shout out to Mr. Kincaid from AZ in the house. Uh, how are Ooh. you feeling? Um, I want to say um, I predicted this last last week. I said he was going to get benched. And I hate to say it. He was going to get benched. Yeah. You know, it, it's just well, like – it's like, it's like <laughs> – it's, it's like any other job. Gail, you know this. Gail, her, Prime, you know this. If you don't do the job, hey, we got a nice man waiting. We, 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 got, we got to find it. We got to figure something out. 
And yeah. I said it last and, week. Luke, and shout out to Luke. Luke telling me, you looked at me like I was crazy when I said that. <laughs> and and so what what I'm really sitting here thinking to myself is like is Luke, Luke brings up how you know Carson is difficult to work with in the locker room. Jordan is in the comment section. He's talking about how it comes down to coachability and how once seems uh, standoffish maybe to criticism. It uh, doesn't you know change when he's out there. I'm thinking, do you think when we, we see a backup quarterback come in and we see the success in him, whether it be Hurts, whether it be Foles, whoever, do you think that like the team just simply plays better? Like That's kind of the theme of what we're saying here. The, the team simply plays better without Wentz. And if that's the case, regardless of whether Hurts is the guy moving forward, he may not be. He may Hurts may not be the the future to this team, but it certainly feels like Wentz is not the future. That's what that's what the the answer is coming back to me as. In, in, in Luke's answer, in Luke's comment early, just a couple minutes ago, saying about um, Wentz's relationship, and, and uh, this is we're, we're having two two different conversations. I had a conversation uh, earlier this week, and about former players saying how unhappy they were. Um, and it didn't start um, this last couple weeks. It's been since the beginning of the season. It's been I, I've been told it's been two, three years. And then some of the some of the you know I'm it's 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 crazy to see that um, I don't I don't I didn't really want to like like dive into that right away. But the more and more that you see it. It's starting to—I don't know, man. It, it's you start opening your eyes. You're like, bro, like maybe it wasn't all what I thought it was in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's definitely become evident, and that just leaves so many more questions for us moving forward. I mean, like we we had a pregame we were talking about, uh, and this previous week we we're talking about where do we go from here as an organization. <laughs> I feel like this game just threw an entire monkey wrench in it because before we were talking about maybe moving on beyond Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson, and we're going to build this franchise around Carson Wentz. I'm not so sure if that's still the game plan. I don't know if the the game plan is to build around Carson Wentz moving forward. I certainly don't think it involves Doug Peterson either. I think, I think we're looking at an entire from the, the floor to the ceiling rebuild. That's that's what we're looking at here. Yeah, real quick, real quick, in uh, in Doug's post game presser, uh, he and I quote uh, on why he put in Hertz. He said, "quote We needed a spark," and then he has now said that he will not say who's going to be starting next week. Um, he said he doesn't feel comfortable with with making a decision on that as of right yeah. now. Your controversy is right, What's up, there. fellas. Yep. Yeah, so, and, so, and, so, and exactly. So, yeah, Doug Peterson just left the door away. open to the controversy all week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to be the one making the decision? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Man, weird times. Uh, yeah, he said, he said, we needed a spark in this game to try to get some things going. I've got to get through injuries. There's a lot of things I'm going to consider and evaluate before anything is decided. Okay, now, now this is it, though. This is it. This offensive line, we can all admit this, it's trash, right? Bad, real bad. It's trash. Okay, that's right, that's right. But when you're, this is the thing, and we all see this. But when Carson Wentz runs out of the pocket, he, he's accurate. Okay? Mm-hmm. But when I see Carson Wentz behind this offensive line, he doesn't trust it. 
And he's so his mind is so jacked up. And I, and I think it's the, the the media, the outsiders, they're messing him up. But when Jalen's out there, it's like, hey, well, I'm a rookie. Nobody knows anything about me. I'm just gonna go ahead and just do what I gotta do. Yeah. You know what and- I'm saying? So it's the the the, the 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 expectations is so high for Carson versus Jalen. And I, I, I and that's why I said I was like, listen, Jalen's gonna go out there. I, I said it last week. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanna say. I said last week, Jalen was going to go out there. I didn't say he was going to ball out, but I said he was going to go out there. But it just it makes a difference. Okay, that's all I got to say. Thank you. Yeah, no, I got I got the uh, stats right here. I mean, if we're being real, it's not like Hertz lit the world on fire. You know what I mean? He didn't he didn't come in here and have this phenomenal game, but he came in with about four minutes left in the third quarter. And if you look at that, he simply was more productive in about what, like 16 minutes worth of time. Yeah. I mean, like you, you wanted to see something from Carson and and with this offense, you wanted to see some kind of, uh, you know, beginning of the game, they moved the ball. And again, does Doug went, I mean, does uh, Doug help Carson with the running game? Does he help him uh, roll him out of the pocket? I was asking what, what the, the, the rollout count was. And then someone was like, oh, we had two. And then, you know, they, they finally do a rollout. You get a big play from once. Uh, are they helping? Are they, you know, helping him succeed? I don't, I don't think so. Um, but then again, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on behind the scenes. Um, you know, the fact that Carson Wentz is arguing with his QB coach front of everyone like that there that that speaks to frustration it speaks to uh you know question 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 for you gail does that frustrate does does that make you wonder if carson's i wouldn't say i wouldn't go as far as like uncoachable but is he questioning the coaching or does that give you like yo like he's fired up brett far um tom brady type of vibes what does that give you I think he's he's pushing. Uh, I think he's he's pushing, um, and, and he knows the idea of like him being on a short leash. The coaches probably told told him that. The coaches told him prior to the game. They're like, look, um, this is the scenario. If you if you continue to mess up, um, it could it could have been a direct order from Lurie, and that's the part we don't know how involved Lurie is at this moment. So if if Lurie's like. There's a short leash. You play Wentz if this goes down. I play Hurts if this goes down. That could have been the scenario that we saw tonight. So, uh, little big bro Steve, he's talking about how he didn't like the second round pick, but he's glad that we have him now considering. If we're moving forward with Jalen Hurts and he's starting the games the rest of the season, do we reevaluate whether that was a good pick or not? Or is it still just, I'm, I'm in the camp that it's still a bad pick. I mean, I, th- I think that the season could have been a lot different depending on who we ended up taking in the second round. Yeah, well, I mean, don't you think, like, like the, the, the whole catch behind this is the pick is, like, playing into Carson playing this way, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, might, he, he, might, he might provide a spark and, and start playing well and, and maybe give, give us a win or two down the stretch. But, I mean, think about the past 12 weeks and how much of, of a different – Detrimental yeah. this would be, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, people are trying to come up with different scenarios. Uh, Jeff says 
look, look. If the media is getting to Carson, that tells me one thing: he's soft. Um, Great. And then other people say if Jalen Hurts is getting to him, um, he doesn't want to compete, then he's also soft. Um, again, like there are other people saying that if he doesn't want to compete, then do you really want him as Mike K um, said that earlier on the pregame show? He said, "Well, do you really want him if he's not, he's upset about it and doesn't want to fight for his position?" Um, it just kind of puts a, a magnifying glass on what Wentz is dealing with at this moment. Is did he is the locker room turning? I mean, I, I spoke on our last podcast about um this thing about you know what they've said pre you know pre draft about uh, Jalen Hurts and the ability that he has to have his teammates play around him. He's a very likable guy. He's a coach's kid. We heard the same Every thing about Carson, though. Everywhere he's gone, is he's players have gravitated to Jalen Hurts, and that was things that people were said during the offseason, during the draft process. Like you know, after we drafted Hurts, they're like, you know, what happens if the the locker room starts swinging towards Jalen Hurts' way, and we have this uh, QB controversy? Here we are, months later, we're in the thick of it, and the fact that we're we're even having this conversation about. Who's starting next week? I mean, we're going around the room here, guys. Uh, we'll go with we'll go with, we'll go with uh, we'll go with Prime. <laughs> we'll go with Prime. I'll put you on the spot, Prime. If you are put your Coach Peterson hat on, who are you starting next week? And in the in the chat, we'd like to hear from you guys as well. Gotta mute yourself. I'm agree. I'm agree with uh, Evan. Um, uh, like just the fact that. You know, we, we, we're here putting this kid in. Um, I think that come – I think going forward, you start the kid. Um, on top of that, like when, they, when, when the Saints play us next week, they got a little bit of tape on this kid. Um, they're going to really see what he's all about. We're going to see what this kid is really like behind this atrocious line that we have because, like, I've seen. I, I was. I was watching some of the plays, and it was like the line was still collapsing. Um, you know, yeah, he was just making quicker moves, and, and, and he was getting outside that pocket, and you know, leading receivers and all that stuff. But then again, are we going to see that coming next week? Um, you know, now that they got a little bit more tape on him, are they going to go ahead and allow all that stuff? Are we going to see the same Jalen Hurts we saw in the last what seventeen minutes of this game? I don't know. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, I, I say go ahead and let this kid play out the rest of the season. I said it earlier before we came on live. Um, what else do we have? Right now, the division is just getting further and further away from us with the Giants winning today. Um, and we don't have anything else to lose. This whole controversy is a bunch of shit. I mean, you said it, Gail. Like, uh, they said things about Jalen Hurts that Evan said. They said the same thing about Carson Wentz, so it could be the same. It could be the same outcome. Like we just don't know what to believe. Um, I just feel like they're just. It's a, right now everything's just collapsing, and we're not really going to get the full details uh, until like the end of the season going forward. Like what's really going to go ahead and happen? I'm not giving up on Carson. It's been a crazy ass fucking season, but you know I'm. I just don't feel like they just need to keep him in there any longer. Like, just go ahead and, and play these these rookies out, you know, see what the future is all about because we got to get rid of some of these veterans. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to touch on 
one of the veteran that was on the field majority of the day. And and it's like the more and more I saw him on camera, the more and more I was getting pissed off. And that was Alshon Jeff. Like, I just don't feel like the guy's there. Like, he wants yeah. to play. I mean, yeah, yeah. It lo- really looks like he's just there to collect money. And I get it. You got your ring. You don't got nothing else to prove. You're just there to go ahead and steal money from this goddamn organization. And that's what you're doing, dude. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's frustrating, man. It really is. Prime is, prime is team hurts. Who wants to go next? Soko? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll jump in on it, man. Uh, I kind of put it on the timeline earlier. I, I, I feel physically ill for Carson Wentz, man. Like I, I want him to succeed so bad, and I want him to to be the the guy going forward. You know, I I, I we drafted him at two overall for a reason. I still believe in Carson Wentz, but I think that you know the the 2020 tape is done for him. I think that uh, it's it's time for Jalen Hurts to come in. Uh, as as bad as that sounds, for you know. The franchise, I, I think it's time for Jalen to step in and see what we can do. I think he uh, did some good things. He energized the offense, uh, obviously energized the whole team. You know, we got a three and out immediately after uh, the punt return touchdown by Rager as well. So I think he energized the, the team as a whole. Uh, but at the same time, that's not to, to say anything bad against Carson Wentz. Uh, I don't think he has the mobility that he once had. Uh, obviously, he doesn't have the mobility that Jalen Hurts has uh, as of right now. So I, I think that, you know, uh, Hurts has seen the field a little bit better than Carson right now. I think that uh, kind of what Sam Darnold said uh, last season, I think it was, whenever he said he was seeing ghosts, you know, I think Carson's been hit, you know, he's been sacked 48 times uh, to this point in the season. So I think that, uh, you know, he's he is seeing those ghosts a little bit. So I think that uh, I think that Jalen's probably the right move going forward, as, as bad as that sounds for the organization. Wow. Wow. Uh, her. Yeah, man. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, uh, it's, it's really, really a tough decision because if you end up, uh, moving on from Carson or going with Hertz next week, you're, you're really just signing off that Carson's done for the season. And if Carson's done for the season, that is pretty much to me saying that he's done as an Eagle. Um, where I, I can see, um, this being beneficial, uh, you know, regardless of what happens, if we start Jalen Hurts is say Jalen Hurts goes out there and he does well and he creates some value for himself. And even if I, I ultimately want an entire team blow up at the end of the season, I want the coaches gone. I want, I want the GM gone. I want to just start fresh. And so if we can create some value in Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz's contract is going to be tough to move. You're not going to get hardly anything for him if you're getting a team to take his contract. So if you can create some value from for Jalen Hurts and move him, and you're gonna have to eventually move on, you're gonna have to move on from Carson as well. I don't think it makes any sense to have him, you know, under that huge contract playing backup next year. He's gonna have to bite the bullet with that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm Team Hurts, man. I'm Team Hurts. I I want to I want to see more Hurts. Uh, let's say Tim. Tim, what do you say? Team Hurts. Tim's got Team Hurts written all over his face. <laughs> Team hurts. I mean, I, I said it last week, and, and 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 I'm a big fan of Carson Wentz, and it was big enough. And I, I don't know if it was it was big enough, or he showed courage to clap for Jalen when we scored. Um, 
but I, I'm hurt, man. I'm sorry. And you can and people can say, oh, we don't got enough tape on them. That's where everybody scored. Blah blah blah. The offense moves. He gives he gives offense a spark. What do we we, we as Eagles fans and every and I see Twitter all the time because I follow people follow me and I follow them. I see them complaining. You know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily just Carson. And there's a lot of people. And then now it's about to become Carson, Team Carson, and Team Hurts. Now it's like that, that that's what's about to become now. And I know it sucks, oh, yeah. but at the end of the day, man, to be honest with you, and I talked to Gil, I talked to Gil a lot of times. At the end of the day, what do we want? We all want that fifth. We want that top five pick at this point. And we want we want Howie gone, or and I hate to say it, it might be it might be Doug. Doug might be gone. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy because it took him two years and he got us to the Super Bowl, and we made the playoffs in the last three years. That's crazy. None of yo Sean Payton. Remember Sean Payton was was coaching for the Saints, and and they didn't make the playoffs, and then all of a sudden they got good because their GM had they, they had good prospects. They, yeah. they pick great players. We don't have that. The reason why we don't have that is because of Howie. Howie is not a football guy. He is a numbers and contracts guy. Right. That's not him. You got to think about it. Think about it. We have no young talent on this squad. We don't. Except Jalen Regler, okay. You, you got to give him some time. Injuries and everything that's going on with him. But then it's upsetting to see Justin Jefferson – he got to hit a thousand yards for the season. My God! Like as, as an Eagles fan, like I'm bugging up. Like, yo, are you are you serious? Hey, Gail, that was my guy. <laughs> and, and that was my guy too. Like, you gotta think about it. You like, damn. Like, why didn't we go after LSU player? And like, I, I, I you know, at this point, you might start. You might start the young bulls, so we can just get get that top five pick. You see so much you difference. Might as well. Yeah, you see so much difference, like from the way these two were playing today. Like Carson, he he, he thinks too much. He holds on to that ball so long, and it, it, it's frustrating. Jalen, you see Jalen today. I mean, like as soon as these receivers were, were were cutting their routes, he was letting go of that ball, and that's what we need from Carson. You know, what I mean, like that's what we had from Carson at one point, and it's like, where did it go? Like that's that's what. It, it, it's it, oh man, I just I don't know how to like really explain it. So it's going to be an interesting thirty for thirty, man. The, the regression of Carson Wentz is <laughs> yeah. going to be an interesting thirty for thirty. I mean, oh fact, my god! And like, you can see that you can see Carson right. Wentz thinking, and like if you watch, you know, Aaron Rodgers is elite. He's the elite of the elite. Him, uh, you know, climbing the pocket, you know, cool under pressure. There's a difference between Wentz, you know, who's been taking a lot of hits. Yes, we know that, um, but just that. That difference that you see um, in him, his ability to climb the pocket and, and be cool under pressure. Like you've seen Wentz do some amazing things to get out of harm's way, or like you know, he just he seems skittish right now. And obviously, it's the hits have taken its toll. But you know, like it's it's hard for me to be like, ah, uh, you know, like you know, if I if I'm I want to see what I have on the roster, I'm going to see what hurts gives me at this moment. And it's not it's not because of, um, you know, you know, that I don't believe her uh, that once come back. It's just that we're 12 weeks in. We're 12 weeks in. It, it, sh- it should not take 12 weeks 
for your quarterback to like have a come to Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Because uh, it, it's honestly like I I'm I'm still shocked at, at watching Wentz go through this regression and. I, I can't believe it. Like I, I, you know, but you know, here we are with this this reality show now that started, and for some reason, I'm excited to see the train wreck that has become because this whole season has been. It's it's weird that we the, the the excitement that we get is talking about this. We're not getting any excitement during the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson had trash lines for years, no doubt, and he's definitely winning. But he didn't win today. <laughs> yeah, but he's a, he's a proven winner, and that and that's just the thing that I think that a lot of people are getting at. And I, I I'm not even so sure if the camps are so much Hurts versus Wentz as much as it is Wentz or moving on from Wentz. Like I'm I'm trying to stress this point that like Hurts hasn't shown me anything yet to be a franchise yeah. quarterback. He's like it, I don't think that Hurts is a franchise quarterback yet. I think he's still very green. I think he's got a lot of development to do. But the simple matter is, is that week after week, I'm starting to notice that Carson isn't that guy. And that's more of where my head's at that then Hurts is that guy, if that makes any sense. Is that I'm happy someone brought up I'm happy someone brought up Russell Wilson because I actually put this out today. Uh I said Eagles Carson Wentz is the fifty-third quarterback in NFL history to be sacked fifty or more times in one season. Uh the last quarterback to do so was Russell Wilson in 2018. This is week 13 that he, he has 50 or more sacks. He's on pace to be sacked. Well, no, probably not anymore because he's not simply not going to be in the game. But he was on pace to, to be sacked 67 times, which would put him at fourth most sacked quarterback in NFL history. And that dates back to, I think it was 1970. So it's like, yeah, I get it. Some, some of it's on him. Um, and I think most of it's not, at least in the sack department. I mean, I saw Jason Peters today. Literally drop back in the worst pass set I have ever seen in that in that play before the set before the first half ended, where where Wentz got sacked for the third time. Mm-hmm. We're at the fourth time. I'm sorry that he he was. It looked like he was like looking at himself in the mirror, trying to like act like a grizzly bear. Like he was like this. Like you don't do that. You don't like he's 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 got his head over his heel or his feet. He he gets no depth in his pass in his pass, and I get it. It's his first time playing right guard. It's a little different. He's washed. He's done. Get rid of like, just just stop stop trying to feed these old like Alshon Jeffrey like prime set like just stop man, like right. don't you want to see some like type of development like don't you want to have like something to look forward to instead of being like oh shit next year are we gonna have to pay Jason Peters again what the hell that's what and that that you know. We spoke about this, you know, what? I think Gail brought it up probably two or three weeks ago. The core is old. You're talking about Fletcher Cox, 29. Lane Johnson's turning 31 in the offseason. Brandon Brooks turning 31 in the offseason. Who else is is really a part of your core team? Darius Slay, probably. He turns 30 in the offseason. Wentz is turning 28. (laughs) And and that's the thing is, like, everybody wants to put the blame on somebody. And I actually had – uh, somebody in my DMs um, during the game saying Slay is washed. And it's like, you're putting him on an island with no safety help against two of the best receivers in the NFL. One, the guy out-muscled him, and Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. He's arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. So, like, are you really saying that Slay is washed because he has no help on the backside of the secondary? I mean, uh, like, in fairness, did we not bring – 
Slay here to cover number one wide receivers. Like, yeah, I, I, I totally understand that Devontae Adams and DK Metcalf are elite athletes. I get that. But that is why Darius Slay was brought here. That's what we wanted him to be, would be the guy to lock down another team's number one wide receiver. I mean, but you also that, look at his time in Detroit, and he had Glover Quinn the entire time playing center field for him. So, like, you're talking about another elite athlete over top of Slay, where yeah. if he did get beat, he had somebody to cover his tracks. Name somebody on our team right now that's as good as Glover Quinn in, the, in you know, the safety room. Yeah, well, our safeties are very, very thin, for sure. Uh, man, I'm telling you, man. Like, uh... Lathan is – I think he's commenting on me saying that I don't think that Hurts is a franchise quarterback yet. And listen, like I don't – what has Jalen Hurts shown you that he's Kyler Murray? He's not Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, of course, is a franchise quarterback. He's elite. Um, Jalen Hurts hasn't shown me Kyler Murray ability yet, so – it's funny if you it, say Kyler Murray five times fast. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. Sounds like Calamari. Calamari. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Any jokes for this <laughs> time of our, yeah. our lives? I feel like um, he's not Kyler Murray yet, but I just feel like you know, I think he's. And I'm not saying he's a franchise quarterback yet. I just think what they asked him to do was provide a spark. Jalen Hurts came in and provided a spark. You saw what it did for the defense. You, t- you saw what it did for special teams. Shout out to Rager for his uh, special teams touchdown. Like people were just like, "Can you slow your roll on Wentz?" I'm like, uh, "Slow your roll on uh, Rager." I'm like, "Bro, that's what is like third return. He's got a touchdown. Like, be excited. He's a rookie. He's, he said he's he's. Some people are saying he's trash already. Like, right. The the quarterback position is it's been volatile here. The situation. Don't expect much from any of our wide receivers it's it's a it's a mess like the <laughs> the timing the whole thing it, it, that's why you have questions that's why you have the production we're not seeing out of our our, our, our team we barely even run freaking miles sanders like I, I can't i can't tell you for the life of me why are you not running what miles sanders in a situation as volatile as this with our quarterbacks what, in, one thing well one thing I do want to bring up is something that Prime said is is Hertz was delivering the ball whenever those wide receivers were making those cuts. And one shining example was that comeback route that Travis Fulgham ran where he dropped the pass. He ran like a 15-yard comeback. And, buddy, as soon as he turned, that ball was on him. It yeah. hit him dead in the chest. For sure. That was a nice throw. And don't get me wrong, um, kind of uh, what was said earlier about Kyler Murray, one thing that we need to see from Jalen Hurts is that elite arm talent, and we haven't seen that thus far. Is is yeah, He definitely doesn't have as much zip on that ball than, than no, Carson brings. Kyler has elite arm talent, and he, he can throw the deep ball. He can throw the ball with speed. He can fit it into tight windows. And I think that's something that we need to see for, in the future from Hurts. But it is still TBD if we're going to see that or not. So it's it's such a weird situation, man. Uh, shout out to all the fans in the comments. There's a ton of comments. I'm trying to get to all of them and trying to um, incorporate the people in the chat uh, for the people listening to the podcast. Uh, this is the most interactive part podcast that we have. It's the, the post game show. There's a lot of post game feelings. Uh, so we will be putting out links. Uh, if you do want to jump on for the show and give your brief hot take or question um, and then uh, jump on the show and we'll answer them. And um, it's, that's what it's all about, man. Uh, the fans are uh, ready to 
Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give you your piece. Everyone's next already. Um, it is so, what it is. I, I feel like it's a perfect time for everyone to vent it out. Like you, you can get these feelings out po- post game. Two days later, you can you can go think about what you said, and then uh, you know feel feel it out from there. But for the post game, get it out. I mean, this is where we're, this is the we're going with the gut tonight. Exactly. How's everybody doing in fantasy to this point in in the day? I successfully tanked my last game, so I play the worst team next week. Well done, well done. I think I'm gonna. I think I might squeeze it through. I got um, Zeke Elliott, uh, Antonio Gibson, and Debo Samuel going both Monday and Tuesday, and all he's got left is uh, Cole Beasley. I'm down by about uh, nine points. Yeah, uh, I, I'm down eight, and I got Tyreek and Zeke left. So I think I think I'm gonna be able to pull this one out. Yeah, that's and fun. then I'll. I'll finish out the season eight and five with the three seed. So my worst year to this point in a, in a back home league, but yeah. Slight flex, slight flex. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Anthony Sewell, the cat, the black cat. Uh, he says, why the hell did Howard and Scott get as many touches today as they did? Sanders can change games. If we have him get, get you know, give him the opportunity. I don't, I don't, I, I question Doug Peterson's play calling or whoever who called the damn plays. Uh, you know, right now at this given moment, how could you not in the NFL uh, scoring league put up the kind of production we've been putting up week after week after week? So how can you argue against Howard, though? I think Howard had a, a productive uh, day from, you know, um, being promoted from the practice squad and coming back to Philly and everything. So I, I think that he did provide like a little bit of spark. Like I can understand the frustration and not giving Miles the the carries, and I'm I'm absolutely with you. I think Miles is a game changer, but at the same time, I think that Howard was productive. Scott might not have been, but you know, I think that that Howard actually provided adequate production for what we asked of him. Yeah, I, th- I thought Howard was definitely a good change of pace today. I wouldn't rely on him too much moving forward, and I definitely, obviously, we've been talking about it week after week. I want to get Miles Sanders more involved in the game plan because he's clearly your most effective offensive weapon. Yeah, run um, that inside zone. I'll take it. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't have any pro- – I, th- I think the Howard pickup was actually a good move. Uh, Spencer Huber is still on the uh, team once train. He's – uh, shouting out his guy says Wentz is our guy. He didn't mm-hmm. put a period there or exclamation mark. So I'm questioning how how high you're riding with Wentz. I think I think we could all talk ourselves in, in the face and say that Wentz is the guy. We, you, the good feeling in your heart, uh, it sounds great when you say Wentz is our guy. Mm-hmm. But, but what has Wentz done for you lately? He hasn't. And that's exactly why we're here. What has he done for you lately? And again, I, it's week 12. He's week 12, and he's been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league throughout the entire season. This is not like we just started. This is, And, and it's not like like we're playing the tough stretch of our schedule right now. This, this is the tough stretch of games. It, in the beginning of the season, our opponents, I mean, that, those are the games that we should have been stacking up wins. And Carson wasn't able to get anything going versus them. Um, it, it each week it feels harder and harder to be team a team Wentz here. And I got some stats on Wentz here. Um, you know he's got 15 interceptions. It's the most in the NFL. He's got 56. He's got 50 sacks now. Uh, it's most in the NFL. Uh, he's got the most pressures in the NFL. He's been hit the most in the NFL. He's got the most drop passes. 
in the NFL. He's got most off incompletions in the NFL. He's got uh, he's been blitzed the second most in the NFL. Uh, he he it's just been piling up on Wentz, and um, you know it, it's 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 it is what it is. You can't you can't like sit here and make excuses for someone who's not producing at the moment. You just can't. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I wasn't, I haven't been able to well to say whether I'm Team Hurts or Team Wentz yet. And I feel like I owe some of my Twitter followers followers my answer. Um, and I've been pro Wentz this whole time. I've had his back this whole time. Yada yada yada. Um, I mean, hell, I wrote an article about why I think his diet is making him, you know, regress. That's how much I'm trying to defend the guy, but. I think from here on out, you got to go with Jalen Hurts, and there's a couple reasons. And I think one of them and one of the biggest is if you do want to move on from Wentz, I mean, playing him for the rest of this season is just going to – honestly, it's going to make other teams not want him that much more. Um, and I think, I mean, there's a chance that he could get injured. Uh, I mean, that comes into play, and then if that happens, he's absolutely not going anywhere. He's staying here. We're going to eat – you have to eat his money. Um, but I think – I don't think he's the lesser of the two quarterbacks. I think Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Um, but, I mean, we talked about it. They play They play better. They play better without Wentz. It's the full syndrome. They just do it. Yeah. Um, and I don't want the guy to get hurt because ultimately I love him and I hope he has a really, really good career. And if it's not here, I'll still root for him. Um, as long as it's not an NFC East team, I'll still root for him. Uh, yeah. And I think – yeah, I think – you run so many risks if you do want to move on from them um, by playing them for the rest of the year because it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So yeah. I'll, I'll touch on. Uh, I got. I got to clear the air here. I mean, oh, Mike, shot's, Mike, fired. shots fired. I mean, I, I'm gonna. It's I'll own it. Um, I it's was not huge on Justin Jefferson. Um, I didn't think it was. He wasn't going to be good. I just was much. Uh, I was bigger on Jalen Rager. I wanted Jalen Rager on draft day, and I was happy that we got Rager over Justin Jefferson. Um, I don't think Justin Jefferson would be as good on this team, but I was certainly, I certainly under-evaluated him, and I apologize for that. He is a really, really good player. I didn't think he would be this good. Just so you know, I was high on both Rager and Jefferson. Fourth and John <laughs> only did two, uh, three draft videos. Um, Rager and uh, Jefferson and T. Higgins. Um, Those were our guys. Yep. So there you go. Oh man, it's 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 funny to see the the timeline explode. Um, like it's like you know, I you know, if Kevin Cobb, if we had like when Kevin Cobb went in for McNabb and everyone was like, oh my god, like we got to see that in real time with Jalen Hurts, and I feel like uh. What, what did you guys think? Do you, do you think the fan base uh, was crazy? Were, were they hyped? Were they kind of like – some people were like, you know, I could see people hating on Wentz and they're happy for Hurts right now. Like, I guess, I mean, he's, he's I th- a legal player. I, th- I think that it's it's definitely like getting spiteful. I think that there's a lot of spite going on inside of uh, the Eagles fan base right now. I think all of the Wentz stands kind of want to see Hurts, uh, you know, underperform just so they can say "I told you so" and the hurt. You know what I mean? And the Carson, everyone that's in Carson's um, fan base, they want to see Carson back out there. Um, 
it's it's ugly to see and i think that it's going to get ugly between the fan base uh i think lines are going to be drawn in the sand and (laughs) people are going to pick a side and they're going to start throwing oh god i thought we just got over the elections i mean now we're gonna oh no it's gonna be even worse here yeah um but the, the one thing remains the same it's gonna be a rebuild at the end of the year there's that there's no doubt in my mind that we're gonna be uh we're gonna be completely rebuilding hang on guys i i have to uh just say something that my youngest she's diehard birds with me but she said luke is her favorite so shots ah. fired ah. Oh, ah. yeah let's go this is bs this is let's go. This, this day just keeps getting worse oh, hang on bad. hang on what'd you say you say you like Gail? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, pick me. I'm going to stop being racist over <laughs> Yeah, we, we got some live footage of um, Eagle fans um, when uh, the news broke down. Oh, yeah? Man, go playing with me, man. No, for real, don't play like that. Are you, are you serious? How you know? Put that on everything. Damn. I'm gonna call you back. I'm gonna call you back. I know half of the band was like in their fields. The other half half was like, yell, let's go. Uh, you know, my brother said, uh, he sent me a text. He's like, I was just happy to root for something. Yeah. I, I, I was excited to see just a different like st- a different like flavor of this Eagles team. Like oh, it has been so vanilla and so bland and just downright boring to watch up, uh, up until now, this entire season. I feel like right now we actually, this is the most juice I've felt in many weeks about this Eagles team. All right. Quick question. Quick question. So I've seen Gail tweet, a couple of other people tweet and they were like, this seems normal. What seemed, what seemed normal to you? Was it the field goal in the, in the first quarter, or was it we were moving the ball? Moving. The what ball? do you mean? Moving the ball. You mean you mean you mean in the beginning, you're like in the beginning of the game when everyone was saying, "Wow, this actually looks." You're like, yeah, like yeah. The game plan. I mean, I think the biggest difference was it, it just like we were seeing things that we haven't. So that's mm-hmm. that's why, like, we were seeing you know, like play ag. We we saw Carson under center for the majority of the snaps. In the first yeah. two, three drives. Like, yeah. when's the last time we saw that? Um, yeah. So, I think people were more more excited about, at least I'm speaking for myself, because I actually was one of those guys that sent out a tweet like that. And I was like, wow, it actually looks like the Eagles may have game planned a little bit. Um, I mean, we saw we saw Jalen Rieger uh, end around. Like, what? Oh, my God. I was so excited when I, I saw that. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I was yeah. happy when I see him. I, I was like, that is how we're supposed to be using him. Right there. Dallas, you know, it, no, I hate to mention, mention Dallas on the show, but Dallas mm-hmm. does it all the time with uh, with C.D. Lamb. They do it all the time. So I was like, man, why can't we run plays like that? How about, you know, how about like, Jarvis Landry and the Browns? You ever see how many times they do that with him? Facts. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. That, that mean, and the man it, is a playmaker, so what are they going to do? They're going to get him the ball in his hands, no matter how you have to do it. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah, and then on top of that, and then on top of that, just to see, like, not even just to see, where, where, where did the offense go? 
We went from making the playoffs three years in a row, winning the Super Bowl, to this. What happened? Like, yeah, but what? like, remember last, remember last season though. It's not like the NFC East. It was the NFC least again last year. It was a sure. bad division again last year, and so like we were the best of the worst. But still, we played. We played to. I think, in my in, in my opinion, I think we played to the level of competition. Yeah, Steelers, Steelers, mm-hmm. Ravens. Think about it. Those two years that you talked about right there, we got blown out by the the Saints. Who else did we get blown out by? Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings. We have not got blown out this year. We're we're still in the game, and we and that's one thing I can say about this team is we show fight. And that's what makes it like like this past weekend though yesterday Saturday I saw him I was, still fight today yeah you know I I was I, and, okay don't judge me but I was wearing I was wearing Terrell Owens jersey okay you know what I'm saying I'm about to go store I'm not a to hater personally yeah you know what I mean like I still rep I still rep my birds I still rep my city like that's what I'm saying like I like to see fight mm-hmm. I, I still I still do want a top pick though but I, I you know. <laughs> Yeah, I want that. I want that. Get that pick. top pick. That is a fighter, bro. I'm <laughs> okay. But as I'm saying, though, like we we still like I love to see fight. I hate to see like, hey, we're packing it in. Let's go. Like the SpongeBob mean. I hate to. Can you put the SpongeBob mean on Gail? I don't think we got it. Like, oh, you ain't got it. No. Like, oh, I'm about to head in. I, yeah. I, I don't like to see that. I don't. So we we are starting to get some people uh, trying to jump on and give some hot takes. Uh, first up to bat, uh, we got Trevor from the Upper Bowl Pod. How you doing, Trev? Trev, what's uh, up, bro? What is up, my guys? I feel oh, like that's forever. a Chris Mike there. That's a Chris I, Mike you got there. Thank you. I try we, the Upper Bowl Podcast. We give you clear audio, and we like to have fun. So nice. If Jalen Hurts is named the starter, I am going to be more invested because Carson Wentz has made me fall asleep, and I saw him live in Cleveland, and I was miserable. So give me Jalen Hurts time. I'm I'm here for it. I'm more excited because I was like, when I got the text from my buddy, like Jalen Hurts is in. I was like, I was getting food. I was like, all right, I'm officially going to watch it again. That's why. So, so if to you, is the Carson era over in Philadelphia then? I never bought a Carson Wentz jersey. So it's officially over, my friends. Wow. You, you were never Wentz? a believer. You were never, I a, never believer. a believer. I give you three years and you got to show me something and you got to win a playoff game. I did it with Donnie, I did it with Nick Foles. I had some fun with Vic. I like Vic had maybe had fun as an Eagle fan, but let's be honest here. Carson Wentz, the era is over. I heard Indy's calling. I got I'm gonna go pack his bags. I'm gonna drive him to Philadelphia International Airport. Wow. 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 Hey, we, we, we got so some Trevor, do you think, We got some Trevor, do you think, can, I, can, uh, I get, can I get the cover of the frog right now? <laughs> go for it. Trevor, do you go think uh the way you're feeling is how a lot of Eagles players are feeling? I, Oh, I I would be too. Like I saw it live in Cleveland. Like it's like the team was wasn't even trying under Carson Wentz at all in the rain. Yeah, mm. you know yeah, I, I think I, I think Tim Tim might have a different feel. Uh, shout out to Tim also joining the stream. What's going on, guys? Hey, pleasure, man. How are you? <laughs> now, are you are I'm you with Trevor here on the uh, the pod here? He 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 is fully jumped off the Wentz wagon. And I he, jumped off week four, by the way. I mean, I like a lot of uh, Eagles fans will say that I'm not completely off the Carson wagon, but I don't see a bright future. I feel like the wagon is 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 headed straight to the cliff 
and I don't know. Go into the glue factory. I, d- I don't know where we can jump off. There's no soft cushion clouds. There's nothing going on. It's just a hundred foot drop and there's spikes in the bottom. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what we're going to be looking at going forward. I mean, I, I just, I will agree though. I heard, I heard somebody say, I think it was, I think it was prime. It was saying uh, something about, you know, the, the locker room lost and, and Carson's not really being able to, you know, hold it down. Um, I, I got to agree. I mean, I just, I don't see it. I see offensive linemen who are not pan, pancaking anybody. I see guys just standing around while guys are running past them and, and sacking our quarterback. Now, granted, yeah, can Carson move? Can he do more? Can he do, you know, more with less as he did last season? He can. But at the same time, this guy is shell-shocked, like Ninja Turtles from back in the 90s. He's shell-shocked. He, he's got scars around him, and his head is spinning, and he doesn't know what's going on. I mean, yeah. I, I just think that he's at a point right now in this in this season where he has no trust in our receivers because they can't create separation worth a damn. Yep. And he has no trust in our offensive line because they can't block a grandma in a shopping cart <laughs> so I, I don't I don't understand. I mean, everybody wants to look at Carson and I, I agree. I totally do. I'm not gonna sit here and say that he is not playing, you know, great. He's not at all. But at the same time, I mean I, I look I, I go back to coaching and I, I know I thought somebody said earlier about you know we we saw a little bit of passion. Tell me where you saw passion. Where where, where was their passion at? I have not seen passion all of 2020 from the Philadelphia Eagles. So, so somebody tell me, where is the passion? Where is the sense of urgency? And then we, we get a comment again this week talking about, you know, Carson and, and other leaders on the team had another, you know, makeshift uh, uh, locker room powwow. Yeah, let's let's pat some butts and, and, you know, make each other happy. Rah, rah, rah. And what did that do? I, I don't see – I didn't see anything. I saw the same vanilla play calling that we get from Doug Peterson every week. I saw the same bad mistakes and, and the miscommunications. I mean, was I the only one who saw two of our players run into each other in the no. first quarter? No, you were not. Was it was I'm pretty sure but, but, Timmy, to, but Tim, that. So, Tim, uh, to, 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 to go on your question, I did see fighting Carson when he was yelling at press table. I did see fighting. <laughs> too, little, too, late. too little, too yeah, late. Too little, too late. Exactly, exactly. It was too late. It was too what late. did the fighting get? Did, 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 did oh, it get more time on the finish? Let me finish. But I did see some little bit of fight with the same, like, yo. I seen that. That was fight to me. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you're a quarterback, you can't control what others do. You got to get what's given to you. Mm-hmm. When you're moving the pocket and you're giving that's what I was saying when I tweeted, I was like, something is out there where the offensive line is being a little bit different. When it's versus Carson Wentz versus Jalen, there it was. It was different. It was different. I don't know if it was a spark. I don't know what it was, but it was different. But I did see some fire from Carson. I gotta say, like I said, I'm a Carson fan. But I did call it last week. If you see the podcast, I said Jalen Jalen Hurt was going to be playing next week, and I said I bet you he's going to give a spark to the game, and he yeah. did that. I, th- I think Timmy brings up I know a really that ain't good. Who I think it is. Hey, hey. I, I just in the fact of so 
this was not the first uh, players only meeting that was held this past week. That This is a succession of a few weeks now. And we haven't seen any improvement after those team meetings that are, that are called there's not it's in one ear and out the other of these players. And so what I've been saying since the top of the show, I'm not convinced Jalen hurts is going to be the guy that this team listens to. I don't know, but they sure as hell. Sorry for the kids listening in the room. It's not Carson Wentz. They're not listening to Carson. Here, Muff. Can you the fact that, you know, there's two uh, team meetings already, like, this should not even be common knowledge. Uh, these team meetings should be happening. Uh, the leaders need to speak up in the locker room and have it stay there. The fact that it's leaking out either means to me it's a PR thing to keep everything in, in check, or is it, is it like, is this really happening? Like, the fact that you have to say that, like, who, that the, the fact that you have players talking, the fact that we have intel, intel from this, what we're hearing. Right. Like we're the, we're the fourth and John podcast, and everyone's <laughs> hearing stuff throughout uh, Eagles Nation. So the fact that everyone is talking, um, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Has as as the QB factory gone nuclear? Yes. Just across. reactor meltdown. The whole team is radioactive right now. <laughs> I just I don't, no, I, no, I, no, no. I don't think you have the facilities for that, big man. <laughs> I, I said this earlier in the comments, and I said this earlier in the comments. Everybody is saying, you know, everybody is is we're we're all happy about the spark that that Jalen gave us, and you know, some kind of of glimmer of hope. We got a little twinkle in our our eyes right now, and the, the loss was a little bit sweeter. Um, but let's I'm I'm going to be Debbie Downer right now, and I'm going to bring everyone back to reality yes. because the reality is is that. We're looking at Jalen as he can potentially take this team and go maybe next week and be a starter and and improve. And like Prime said earlier, the tape is not out on him. But it is do now. We really trust Doug Peterson to guide this young man to be the person that we need him to be, to be the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Do we truly trust Doug Peterson to do that and execute that in a way where we're going to get some kind of Superstar like production out of Jalen Hurts. I don't believe so. I personally do not do you, believe so. Do you think that Jalen Hurts' skill set fits this offense more than Carson? I do. I do. And I do think, think that we've I seen think that'll it. make it easier to scheme as well. And and here's here's the thing. If you had a question on who Doug would rather prefer to have running his offense going forward, and I know that that I know that somebody said earlier about that he did not talk about he wanted to make a decision on who was going to be the starter for next week. You're a liar. Yeah. You're, you're tattle, tattle, I know yeah. we got kids in the chat. Tattle, tattle, tail. You're a tattle, tail. Okay. Cause you're lying. You know exactly who you're going to start next week. You're going to start Jalen because throughout the whole entire first half, I didn't see you go over to Carson after a drive. Not once. I didn't see you talk to him. I didn't see you say, Hey, what's the play you want to run next series? I said, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. And then came off of that first drive that he was in. Who was the first person he ran over to and talked to? Daddy Doug. That's who it was. Yep. So don't sit here in your press conference and stare up in the ceiling at the lights. <laughs> we see them. They turn on and they turn off. Don't sit here and stare at the lights and talk about, oh, I don't know who I'm going to start next week. You're a liar. You're a tattletale. Stop. It's hot in here, Timmy. Man. 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I know there's I know there's children children in the in the room, and I'm I'm sorry, but I'm just I can't take Doug anymore. I just can't. His idea that he's hey, he's I the world you. and he can run this whole entire team by himself. I'm done with him. Yes, you guys want to get spicy? Let's say we get a top five pick. Do you take Trey Lance? No. Nice. Zach, Wilson. <laughs> Zach Wilson out of BYU. Give you That'd be a real, order. real QB factor if we just go what, get what, what if Justin oh. Fields? What if Justin Fields slips? slips? Don't trust oh, we did no. we did Ohio State quarterback once with his name yeah, is Bobby yeah, Boy. We didn't trust well. in that yeah, Justin Fields well. Ohio State QB factory. I, I, there's too many pieces. I said this I said this two weeks ago. There's too many pieces gone off this team that we're uh, we're looking at quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. I know the quarterback is the keystone and the, and the, you know the keystone of a team. I get it. Yeah, I've, I've been around this sport for a long time. But there's no way that you're going to tell me that you take a Trevor Lawrence and put him in this situation and he's going to excel. There, there's just no way. Howie Roseman has has got to have uh, encompassed the oldest offensive line that in the history of the NFL. I don't understand how we cannot get an offensive lineman, one, who is either younger than 25 or two, who can stay healthy for longer than two games. Like, stop this I can't, I can't even believe I can't even believe we're even having this fucking conversation, man. I know. I know. This and and sad, I mean, man. at, like, at least sad. in in the offense, are we going to have the same chemistry next though. week? This is real. Are we going to have the same? But are we going to have the same chemistry next week? I mean, are we going to have the same I'm, chemistry next week? With, you, I'm, with I'm a little very... bit of tape, with a little bit of tape that they got from Jalen Hurst today, I want to see the same chemistry next week. All right, because everybody's here talking about Jalen Hurst. Jalen Hurst. Jalen Hurst is not going to be the quarterback of this fucking team. He is not. Thank you. Everybody needs to get that shit out of their heads, man. Thank you. Carson but, but Wentz is but, our what quarterback. But what in, in what sense do you uh, Carson. mean? Like if like if if the see the, the issue here right so, now. I'm sorry. She don't. She can't hear us, right? Uh, <laughs> okay, the issue, issue here right now is like if this is coming from Lurie or not. If if Lurie is setting up the situation. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Lurie wants to see what That's, this kid has. So it's like, so if we're in that situation. And I get it. You know, like, it, it is what it is. Like, it is what it is. Like, we I have any in this offense. So it's like, if they're if they're thinking about switching things up and they see what's going on behind the doors, whatever's going the volatile situation, and the fact that it's just weird that Wentz has to have these, like, you know, got up in front of the team, and and this was just this week, and has to say that like I'm sorry for I'm taking accountability for my actions, and then his actions again this week haven't done anything for the offense. Yeah. Then they 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 just pulled the plug, and now you you know in Philadelphia when they when they take a quarterback out, it's not just like taking a quarterback. This is they this they just lit the match. So I again. I, I feel like Wentz is still the guy in our minds, in our heads, but I I don't know where the, the direction is from the front organization. We're, we're lost in translation. That's basically where it's at. It's lost a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of. There's a lot of. There's just a lot. I guess the frustrating part is that a lot of this 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 controversy is just coming from all different directions. Mm. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to convince myself. I'm, I already know where I'm at. 
You know what I mean? I'm I, and I'm out here trying to convince anybody, but it's just it's frustrating that you got to keep on hearing. I mean, let our, I said it. I said it in the beginning. Let this kid play out. Let's see what he's got. All right. When every all these the rest of these teams during the season has a little bit of tape on him, and behind this line that Carson is struggling, I want to see what this kid could do. If this kid if this kid proves me wrong, he proves me wrong. That's cool. But I still feel like you could go ahead and use if his ability is to. Go ahead and, and play this thing out the right way. We could turn around and, you know, trade this guy for some weapons. Who knows? I don't know. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I don't make the calls. They're not listening to me. You know what I mean? But still, it's just a lot. I just don't see us giving up on Carson and, and, and going a different direction. But I've been wrong before. I'll pro- I'm probably wrong again. I don't know. So, I want to say prime. 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 I mean – like you guys, you guys all think about your professional lives and where you work. I mean, if you're involved in a situation, like, do you ever think like maybe maybe some of these people want out? Maybe Doug Peterson wants out. Maybe maybe Carson Wentz wants out. I mean, you ever think like shit's getting so toxic, and like at at some point they're going to be like, well, I mean, I'm I might risk my my job, my my possible employment, ten years from now. Over a goddamn quarterback that's playing terrible, a front office that puts me around absolute bullshit players, and like at some point you just gotta be like, this isn't the place for me. And honestly, I can see Doug Peterson being that guy. I can see him saying, "I want so, out. I and, want out." So and, Luke, so Luke, yes. Hold up, my bad guys. Let me okay. just answer that question. Yes, I've personally been in that position. I personally worked at a company. I worked at a company where I worked with other supervisors that it just wasn't clicking. You know what I mean? And what changed was management. Once management changed, things got better. I think it starts there. We got to go ahead and make some type of changes. I don't know if it's going to be Doug. I don't know if it's going to be Howie, but it's got to be one of them. All right. One of the changes, I'm. uh, Timmy, you want both? I mean, hey, I don't know. I'll take Howie first to be gone. Yeah. You got you got to yeah, go ahead and make that. Yeah, yeah how how he's been here, how he's been I, I, here long I, enough. I, I, and I think he, I think it is time for a new change. I think it's time for Howie to bounce. I'm sorry, it's time for Howie to bounce. I'm well, sorry. Do you, do you think? Might think that, but what what is Lurie like? If Lurie wants his right hand man, and like, I mean, I'm not saying that's right. I think it's if you look at his track record, the only thing that he's done sort of right is the contracts. But you need a football guy. With final say, I don't want to hear a damn word what you got to say, Howie. I think you've messed up enough drafts to actually put us back three years. Uh, in, right. in the fact that we're having to pay, uh, you know, you know, we're sixty nine, what sixty, you know, sixty five mil up, seventy one, seventy one now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that that's where we're, we stand. That's yeah, your but, next. Let, let me ask but you Gail, guys a question, but, but Gail, think about it. We're paying for talent. We're not getting talent. I know. Paying for it. That's why. That's, that's, that's how he's got to go. That's what's so frustrating about this whole situation. We have DK Metcalf right there. You go get JJ Alfagan. His mom's just holding an umbrella, son. <laughs> you don't draft a wide out as a mom holding an umbrella. That's rule number one. You know what I'm saying? Like you bucking. Like cool, son. Let me. Then on let top me... of that, then on top of that, you go. You got another note. Okay, and and I know I'm not going. I'm gonna hurt some feelings because I'm I was Jefferson. I was a Justin Jefferson right there, son. You gonna go get Jalen Rager? Yo, and I get it. He had a good game today, 
But I wanted Jefferson. <laughs> I wanted him. I Remember how I said you know, know what? But hold on. But hold on, Tim. Regardless, regardless if it was Justin Jefferson or Jalen Rager, like all right, a bunch of us wanted Je- Jefferson. A bunch of you guys wanted Rager. I was Team Jefferson. Evan was Team Rager. We were going back and forth when it was draft day. But you know what? That first round had nothing to do. That was a decent pick either way. Let's keep it honest. The second round really? is what kicked us in our ass. The yes. second round is we wasted a pick on a quarterback that started a controversy, going back to what Luke said, that started a controversy that we're dealing with today. That's in the back of that mind's man. That was a question that – is this going to go ahead? But I understand it, but it's not. It's not. Is this going to be in the back of Carson's mind going into the season? There's your answer. Number we're one, we're number already one. what? Okay, if you want to go past that, we can go past that. We got Donnell Pumphrey. I mean, even yeah, I mean, the argument for Howard Rose was clear. Do, do I need to go into this again, fellas? <laughs> Let, I can, stop. We I, know how bad how he is at drafting. Yeah, Let's go back no, to 2011. Danny Watkins was your first round pick. Danny Watkins had a fourth round grade from every other GM in the entire NFL. And Let's that man still hasn't here. put out a fire. Exactly. I, I, Vancouver. I put out a thread on the timeline. I even made it into a story. This man has been with the fucking franchise. Excuse my language. The man has been with this franchise for 20 years and has done absolutely nothing to improve the progress of the Philadelphia Eagles besides give us one Super Bowl that wasn't a complete anomaly. They want to call this the new norm. They got lucky signing people on one-year vet minimum deals that, you know, wanted to come play for Philly because Carson Wentz was your quarterback. All right. All right. So yeah. while I got everybody so hot, everybody hot. Over, everybody. over the Carson, <laughs> everybody got steamed down a little bit. Hey, we got hey, hey, to call Danny Tim, we got to put this on Tim. Tim, Danny Watkins, we need you to put out the QB factory fire, please and thank you. Now let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. All right. Moving forward, let's disregard the entire coaching situation for next year. Just ignore that. I want to ask you guys, can Carson and Jalen Hurts coexist on the same team next year and moving forward? No. no. So we need to make a decision. There needs to be – there's going to be a crossroads. I'll meet you at the crossroads. I will say yes. We're going to have to make a decision here. I will say I will be the only one in the room to say yes. And here's how. The only way that this this could potentially work, the only way – is if you have one, like I've been screaming on here for weeks, an OC that can keep play referee between the two of them, and if Carson plays at a caliber like he's supposed to be playing this whole entire season. That's the we're only way this works. When the Carson plays bad, this is what we have. No, I got, I got, the, answer. I got the answer for you, Evan. You're no. not, you're not, we're not having this conversation. I don't think you have the facilities for that big man. <laughs> We are sitting here. If we are sitting here with two losses and Carson is an MVP candidate, we are not having a Jalen conversation. We are though, because he's still a second <laughs> round pick, and we're getting you, nothing from him. Yes, yeah, but that's not we, reality. We wouldn't be having this that's, conversation that's if they never yeah. picked him. If we never picked him, then we're not having this conversation. Well, like we're back not to Howie about problem. Now we're back to the Howie problem. Now we're back to the Howie problem. Why do they like? Them? Why are they enjoy <laughs> just starting problems, man? Like why? Why does Howie Roseman think he's some football guru? He's not. 
He's got the Let me put myself on mute because I'm out here bugging. That that was our biggest fault is letting go of Joe Douglas, who was our football guy in the building and who could actually recruit talent and draft talent. That is our biggest fault. And Yo, what did Joe Douglas do for this organization? Who did he, he, was, he was a better analyst of players a, than Howie Roseman is. Joe, 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 Joe Douglas hey. put the uh, players in the position. To Thank you. Thank you. And he put the right team. Uh, he was the football guy that Howie needed at the moment. And you talk, talk about um, bringing in an Alshon, bringing in a Jernigan, uh, bringing in uh, you know like um, Patrick Robinson, uh, a Chris Long, and he did that, and he did that at the yeah, right time. Instead of drafting like a, which I feel like a Pumphrey was a, 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 a Harry Roseman guy, a Corey Clement felt like a a Joe Douglas guy. And I'm not going to say he was the be all the end all, but I felt he put him in his place and put him uh, put the right guys in front of him. No, they didn't kill the draft, but they killed the free agent signings. I think absolutely. I totally agree with Gail. I mean, he he was he was able to to look at players. It's like it's like we we took Howie Roseman, who's great at contracts, and we took Joe Douglas, who was great with player personnel, and we got ourselves a, a GM together yep. combined. Yep. You, yes. you know, like I say, these powers combined, and you are Captain GM. That's it. That was the yeah. that was the 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 no all be all. And that's yeah. what was Lewis good Rick ain't coming here. You know why Lewis Rick ain't coming here? Because he can't work with without. <laughs> I'll even take him off the team. He can just go do contracts in the basement like he did before. Like, that's fine. Just go back into the basement. So, Tip Kelly? Just go back into the basement. That's okay. I'm okay with that. He, he even did. He, did. he did terrible. He did terrible contracts with Chip Kelly. Because I, I really don't think mm-hmm. Jeffrey Lurie is going to just outright fire him. I just don't think it's going to happen. I just don't. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Who are we talking about? Howie Roseman? Yeah, we're talking about Howie Roseman. I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I, I I met him on draft night. I was working I was working the NFL draft 2017 when it was here in Philadelphia on the Art Museum steps. I worked the, the VIP security for, for that. I, I saw Barnett come in. I, I I was talking to draft picks, prospects. Like I ran into Howie Roseman day two of me working that event when, when it was here. And I asked him, Howie, are you going to keep your job? <laughs> and he just smiled and walked away. So wow. I, I know wow. for a fact that Jeffrey Lurie is not firing, straight out firing. There's no, you know, President Trump, hey, you're fired going on in the Philadelphia Eagles organization when it comes to Howie Roseman. It's not uh, happening. So we're, we're, so we're going to keep the count going. It, it's not happening. You, you, you need to we're find another personnel. Going. we got to stop the count and we got to fire him. You need, well, to, you, need to, you need to find another personnel to bring him together and be able to, to combine their forces together to create another Captain GM. That's okay. what's going to happen. Keep, keep this is going to roll into the next segment here, guys. Uh, you know, I got some, I got some questions. Right? We, we can go around here in the room and in the chat here. Uh, you know, shout out to uh, Shil Kapati. He did a great article on athletic, but some of his uh, options. Uh, and I'd like to get your feedback on this. Um, Before we get started, uh, Prime, they have um, Jalen Hurts jerseys available in the size large. If they do, they are sold out in two X and three X already. All right, so here we go. Uh, run it back, with Peterson and Roseman. No, uh, I'm that's, out. A, that's a fat no from me. Yeah, I'm, in. I'm out. I'm in. I'm in. Listen, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. And here's, and here's why. I think you have to compliment. You 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 don't you don't get 
like what Mike Kay said earlier, you will you fire a coach that's been in the playoffs what, every year except for his first year? Like, come on, man. Okay, that's, all right, all right, all right. Baloo, the Baloo. Epitome, but is that's that the of Philadelphia fans. They overreact to everything. You got to take your eyes <laughs> and just and just look at the not like look at the look at what just look at it. He's been in the playoffs. He's won a he's won our first Super Bowl. You don't get rid of a dude that's done. I'm not talking about. We're not talking. Hold up, not Peterson. But if you if we keep Peterson and Howie, do you keep them both in the same position? No, you compliment them. You get you get a a, a legitimate talent evaluator, and you put Howie in the back room. Okay, you get an offensive coordinator and you and you get actual positional coaches and you stick them with with uh, Doug Peterson. That's what I think. Why don't we just fire? You know how like Seattle just fired the whole staff, and just pe- kept Pete Carroll. Why don't you just do that? I, I personally think that like as much as I appreciate what Howie Roseman has done for the organization, I know he's a good numbers guy. I think he just needs to be removed entirely from the organization. That's where I stand is that like, 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 and I get it. I I think he is ultimately a great numbers country and that's great. But just like if Andy Reid, when he was here and we knew that Andy Reid was going to field offers immediately after he left the building, I just think that his time here is up. That, that's that's where I stand. I don't think. Are we, we, I don't we, think that helmet is going to fit Luke's head anymore right now. We got the we got the uh, majority of the vibe in the, the majority of the vibe is no one. Uh, yeah. Let's we we have other we have other options. So you know, feel feel feel. So Soko Soko's raising his hand. How we can sell me my season tickets? Here we go. So why don't why don't we go with a Belichick type feel where Belichick has a contract guy. But he has say of who is on the roster. If we're actually going to keep Doug around, why don't we give him the opportunity to make his own roster? He's played football before. We talk talk about wanting a football mind in the building, and being a backup quarterback, he has that analytical mind as well. So why don't we give Doug Peterson the opportunity to create his own roster? So run it back, but adjust Peterson's role. Man, I'm saying no. Graham Harrell's OC. I don't know, man. I I feel like uh, he's not in his play calling bag. Yeah. If he wants to be be, uh, running back with Peterson's role, that doesn't include Howie. So, I mean, if the new GM comes in here and wants his guy, you know, his his job is dependent on how good Peterson is. So, I don't know if that works, but, you know, run it back. But adjust Peterson's role. The next one, run it back, but adjust Roseman's role. Can I go? You're, you're digging that one. You digging right, it? This is this is what I say. Get rid of get 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 rid of Howie. Okay, get rid of Howie. Let's bring a brand new GM in here. Connect him with Doug because at the end of the day, we won the Super Bowl because of Doug, and then get Doug OC. Give him a chance. Two years, we won the Super Bowl. He needs Bowl. another Frank. Three Wright. years, oh, three years, we went to the we went to the playoffs. You can say, oh, the, the NFC East was trash. No, at the end of the day, this is the NFL. It's hard to win games. Give him a chance. He still he got us our first Super Bowl. Don't give up on Doug yet. But we need a new GM. Period. Sound, sound, a, little, sound a little sentimental over there. Uh, no, I, I don't see how we move forward with okay. Doug without, without we have an more, offensive hey, coordinator. Wait, we have more options. Like, free your minds for a second here. Uh, run it back, 
but adjust both their roles. Nah, yes. that's, that's a big no for me. Nah. I, one of them needs to go, man. Now, just think about this though, real quick. Uh, Howie Roseman, now. he set up all these contracts for for years. You're going to bring in some guy and go, oh, by the way, here's all these contracts. Deal with it. That's going to screw us for two, three years. They're not going to know what to do. They're not going to adopt the same philosophy that he's done over the past three years. I get it. He might have put us in crappy spots. We're delaying stuff. the inevitable. We're delaying the inevitable. Ultimately, and, and, the team's going to need to blow up. And here, and here, like here's the where, where are we adjusting our roles to? What are you adjusting their roles to? Yeah, this is I my mean, question, though. But this is my it, question. It, I have a question. We, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're right. adjusting their roles to uh, GM with a football guy, and then Howie, I mean uh, Doug Peterson with the offensive coordinator. I mean, yeah. yeah. If you're if you're gonna give them that, that's the thing. Here's the thing we need to remember. But both of them are pretty much the same people. They need to have somebody else in their ear. It's it's this this is what needs to happen. The, the the last time we had success, we had an OC and we had somebody else who was a football mind player personnel guy. So if you want to adjust their roles to where you're going back to that, like Jeffrey Laurie likes to go back to things, then that's what has to happen. Okay. All right. Who's the I OC? Got, I, got three three go. I got three. I, I got three more. Hold on. All right. Uh, blow it up, move on from Peterson and Roseman. It's my camp. Just, just, my camp. Just, just give me a thumbs up around the room here if you're down or with it. <laughs> down, I love uh, how Evan and I are on the same page. For all right. Uh, <laughs> then the next one, blow it up, move on from Peterson and Roseman. Wasn't that, wasn't that the last time? Yeah, same yeah, one. Yeah. That was the same one. Move on from Roseman, but keep Peterson. I can be talked into that one. I can be talked into that one. It, that it, with the, with the exception football. of Peterson getting an offensive coordinator. I can be yeah. talked into that. All right. That's, that's my go, biggest I'm, thing. I agree. I'm gonna go through the I'm gonna go through the things one more time and then we're gonna go uh vote around the room here. Okay. All right. Run it back with Peterson and Roseman. No. Run it run it back, adjust Peterson's role. Run it yeah. back. But adjust Roseman's role. Run it back, but adjust both their roles. Blow it up. Move on from Peterson and Roseman. <laughs> Move on from Roseman, but keep Peterson. Now in the chat, uh, give us what you what you feel. And uh, I, I, but I, I have a question with that. Due Go to ahead. the circumstances, due to the circumstances, who do you who are you going to replace as a head coach? Joe Brady, Eric Bieniemy. Come on, yeah. no Bieniemy, no. Joe Brady, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When you are placing this, it matters what what it matters what team they're going to get. We won a Super Bowl in two years with a cut with this same coach with a OC. And a, and a GM that can do get get players or, and, or, with, evaluate with, players, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, like y'all, y'all bugging, like y'all, come on. <laughs> I mean, but they, are you the things is, I'm bugging. I'm on an offensive line that's not vanilla. No, Keep Joe Brady tearing up a Joe Yeah, you're only as good as people you surround yourself with. And you talk about Joe Douglas, who was surrounding Howard Roseman. Talk about Frank Reich. Filippo uh, and, and Mike Gross surrounding Doug 
Peterson. Doug Peterson doesn't have those guys. Howard Roseman doesn't have those guys. So now we're, we're in a different realm here. So if you're – they're on their own right now, and they're finding their way. And if the guys that are surrounding them right now are making helping them make the right decisions, then you're like, wow, what do you do here? Because that's where we're at. Um, they don't have their guys that got us to the Super Bowl. Frank Reich is flourishing. We don't uh, have an OC, though. That's a problem. We don't yeah, have but, that, but that was a big factor. In, you, you keep bringing up how Doug Peterson won us the Super Bowl, and I agree with you. But there was other factors involved with that. Having we that had up, an OC. We yeah. had an OC when we won. Uh, I agree. And now and then we had a coach that was telling us he could do it all on his own. And he no, obviously can't. Was, but we all know that it wasn't true. We all know that wasn't true. So if we don't, if we move forward, no, 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 we, no, this is my thing. So you think, so you think the Philly special was all thought of by, by him? Y'all no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're not, we're not saying that. I, my, my point is, is that if are you going to feel confident? We're looking, we're all looking forward in our glass ball. Are you going to feel confident going into the off season, and there are no coaching or front office staff changes made, and we move into this season still with Howie Roseman? And still with Doug Peterson with no OC. Are I'm you still going to be confident in Doug going into next season? I'm with you. I, we need an OC and we need a new GM, period. And we need – listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Doug does not rule the situation, even though he's a, he's a Super Bowl champion. He doesn't. Listen, last year he sit there and said, oh, well, we got Mike Bro coming back. Psych. Mike Rowe didn't come back. He was used as the scapegoat. He was used as the scapegoat. He was yeah. the one. Everyone I'm, pointed fingers and said it was I'm his fault. Confident, I'm confident enough to say that if Peterson is staying, I want both OC and DC jobs replaced. Who do you want as DC? Yes. Oh, oh, yo, I, I, I don't know. I haven't thought about it, but Jim, Jim is Jim has got to go. He's he's ran his, he's ran it through. He's got to go. Here's my thought. I think I think. I obviously I made it very well known that I want I want them back, um, but I just want them complimented. I think if one goes, they all got to go. If one comes back, they all got to come back. Because if one goes and you still have Howie Roseman there, or you still keep Doug Peterson, they're gonna have the same they're gonna have the same mindset as they did the years before because that's what they've been groomed around. I mean, let's this is Doug's first head coaching job. This is his only. This is this is what he bases his head coaching career on. And then people bring up like a guy named the enemy. Like I can't get behind another Andy Reid guy. I, I can't. I, I can no longer do it. You look at Matt Nagy, like Ooh. done. Like I, I can't. I can't get behind it. It's time to move on. This 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 franchise has just been stuck in this lull for years, years, and we just keep trying to do the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, and it doesn't make sense. So you move on from everybody. Or you bring in a brand new wave of people to complement all the guys you have now, and you find out what the real problem was. You bring in a literal, like, a doctor to look at it and say, this is the problem. I'm diagnosing the problem. This is how you fix it. Here's the medicine. If you don't want to do it, then you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're not a doctor. Well, I mean, Andy Reid won a my Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl in the last five years. So, I mean – Andy Reid guys are kind of doing their thing in the last five years, right? Yeah. They hey, they're, they're, Andy Reid's tenure tree has a plus 500 uh, win percentage. So uh, <laughs> at this point right now, with a three, eight, and one team, I will take an Andy Reid offspring. 
So, I mean, Mr. Wow. H two one five has the real answer. We need a new medical staff. Yeah, So, can I get the count of hands that said Howie out, Doug says? That's Howie a slippery out. slope. Right. Are, we, are, we, are we just voting on one yeah. option? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, for me, because if you guys don't like, for instance, we're running. See, that's my option, and I'm okay with that as long as he's going to stay. I'm going to turn it to a hole. Thank you. But I'm saying we all too late. I know this is a podcast, and we all listen. You know what? This this is a podcast, okay? We don't have to agree <laughs> with the same thing, okay? All right. What I'm saying is, I respect all you brothers. I love y'all. Y'all like yo, yo Gail, Prime, Herm, Tim, Luke. Y'all, my guys. Yo, I'm from South Jersey. What I'm saying is, let's get a count, please. And what I say is, oh, what up, AJ? What's up? What's up? <laughs> what I'm saying is, can we get a count of saying how we gone? Peterson stays. We get a new GM. Can I get a hand count? And an offensive coordinator. And an offensive coordinator. Yeah. And an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Thank you. And an offensive coordinator. I'm with that. Yeah. Y'all gonna really get me? Y'all gonna y'all y'all gonna get Tim Jersey? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live in Arizona, but y'all gonna get Tim Jersey in a little bit. Like like if I have to like like agree on something like you're you're forcing me to like bring run it back but bring a oc and a football guy and you, that's what you're making me do then i'll be like all right i want some serious change how he can no longer tell me a, a damn thing about a draft pick because okay, okay, okay. way more and I'm not, even, I'm not even you know i'm not even trying to pat my yes i am trying to pat myself like I've got oh. way more right than Howie, and the fact that when you know it's a Howie pick, it's like smell. It's like, what is this? Yeah, like no, yo, yo, hold on, yo, can I can I get that picture of Gail saying, "What's this?" Yeah. <laughs> you got a gift already. <laughs> what is this? I, I just think it's just imperative. I mean, you 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 literally put us back. There was a like we can go. There was a window where Howie had to hit on all these draft picks. During the Carson Wentz rookie years, miss that window. Now you have you're paying for misses on Sidney Jones, Russell Douglas. You hit on those picks, you don't give a third and a fifth for Darius Slay and overpay. Not that, not saying you have to pay for a man in free agency, but that's that's what you have to do when you miss. Uh, if you continually miss on fourth rounders, uh, Sharif Miller, uh, Davion Davon Taylor is not. He's a round pick. He's not on the field. Not Clayton Thorson. Second round pick is forced on the field right now. Your first round pick. You're tr- still trying to figure out how to utilize those guys. Uh, Dillard, not on the field. J Jaw, not on the field. Prince Tego Winago, whatever you say his name. He's not even on the team anymore, and he's a rookie. Yo, where, where, actually, where did he go? Bernard Avery. He got picked up off of our practice squad when when it, at, at the beginning of training camp. At the end of of training camp, when you put in that 53-man, and there's that, like, two-day window where teams can put in claims, he got snagged within a second. And he's injured. Because he's got a lot of potential. That's why. He does. Yeah, I understand. But, but like, why why are you drafting these project guys? Why do you think you're some type of guru? Like, like look in the mirror, man. That's how we – Howie, Howie is a project guy. Oh, look, like, like, like Taylor, that got hurt. It just got hurt in second. Was the second quarter? Or Sidney Jones? 
So, Sadie Jones, we knew he wasn't going to play. We knew he wasn't going to play. I'm so tired of the project shit. Excuse me, I know kids is listening. But I am so tired of the project shit. Let's get some players, young bulls, in here. That can contribute right away. I'm tired of it, yo. I'm tired of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm all here. Well, that's what happens when you have a numbers, a numbers and analytic guy ha- having the latest say of your draft picks instead of someone who knows the the game of football. Exactly. They're just simply saying there that we're we're getting good value for this guy and he's going to be yep. a contributor down the line. Well, we need a guy that can contribute right now. Right, they exactly. won. Yep. I'm I mean, not. The- I'm not going to change my thought, man. I'm telling you, Doug. Doug, could, I'm, I'm okay with Doug staying. I'm okay with changing. The uh the coaching staff get an OC, but Howie's got to go, man. It's time. Yeah, it's I'm time, man. We need a new face in there. You, you talk Here's about the Howie. Yeah. You also have to you have to have to look at like some of the issues that I'm seeing are uh you know players not playing, uh, players out of position, uh, players not lining up correctly, um, uh, you know guys that are uh, getting penalties for dumb reasons. You know the, the discipline level of this football team. I, I'm that's where, when you're doing every, you're, when you're doing all the little things right, that means your coaches are coaching up on that. The situational uh, football is on key. Uh, you know, like a, a Bill Belichick coach team is the situational awareness always good with Bill Belichick team. Uh, and when we went to that Super Bowl, you saw that you saw a team that was flourishing on third down, flourishing on the red zone. Uh, flourishing on uh, on third down on defensively, um, coming up with turnovers, all types of things. So I, I, I do believe it comes down to coaching too. And it, it's like it, if the message got stale, that's where I have concerns. And the fact that all these pe- all these players are talking right now, not a good look for the culture of this football team. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it what it is. I don't know if the players aren't vibing with Wentz. I don't know that. Uh, but we're hearing things all over the place, and that's the that, I think it's the hardest part for me. The last couple of weeks is hearing some, so hearing some of the stuff I heard. I was Luke like, the plug. Yeah, I'm like, I, I just got I just got some news too. Uh, I, I was told that don't be shocked if Howie Roseman. I mean, I'm sorry, well, that could be a big mess up, Max, uh, miss, mix up. Don't be shocked if Doug Peterson steps down from head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles after the season. Do not be shocked. Steps down? Steps down. Surprise, motherfucker. That, that would be a big surprise. Hey, you know what else would be a surprise? Uh, if everything continues to go south for Carson, what if he pulled an Andrew Luck? What if something like that happened? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's he, he's guaranteed what, like 109 Sixty, yeah. 100, 100, yeah. So I mean, the next three years, six hundred and sixty for the three. Oh no, not 100, 60 million for the next three years. Yeah, 60, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I live pretty comfortably with sixty million retired. <laughs> no, especially on a farm. Just saying. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, hey, you in South Dakota just chilling, right? That's what I mean. You know, you know what I mean? Like you just. You, I, I hear it, land's pretty cheap Dakota, in the middle of the care. country. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, five, like five, good. Well, I mean, I don't, we'll, I don't we'll think we're this podcast. I know, I know a lot of Eagles fans have a lot to say. Uh, we appreciate all the comments. Um, and, and, and the chat has been fiery, dude. Uh, you guys here on the pod have been fired up. I have, I've never 
I've never seen this was new juice. The energy that everyone put out tonight. Um, I mean, obviously it shows that we're passionate, right? But I, I think you know before we get out of here, uh, so, some final uh, last words on the birds. Uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with um, Tim. With Tim. Uh, Middleton. <laughs> Oh, middle to me. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, keep hope, keep hope alive, uh, Eagles, Eagles fans, Eagles Nation. Um, keep you know, keep keep rising up. Keep wearing your green. Keep rocking it. And I mean, you know, just use it as an excuse to get to get more drunk. That's what I, that's what I choose to do my Sundays. Uh, I mean, what what we you know the, the cliche saying is is we always got next year. So I don't I don't know because the playoffs are over. I heard somebody talking. I heard uh, Michael Barkan talking on the post game about we're still in the playoffs. I don't know what game he was watching or what team he's been looking at, but <laughs> the playoffs are far far fetched, like a unicorn and a rainbow. So I don't I we we're pretty much ready for next year. So hopefully we can cross some fingers and uh, do some Dorothy heel uh, clicks and maybe Howie will disappear and won't come to work on Monday. Um, other than that, I love you guys. And it's always a blast. Likewise, man. Thank you for jumping on. Uh, we'll go with uh, AJ. Um, I for the rest of the season, I think you just have to play for for draft uh, draft situations. Um, I, I, I'm on board with with starting Hertz next game and then going from there, seeing where it goes. If he has a stinker, then I guess you stick with Wentz for the remaining of the season. But um. Like Tim said, play for next season, play for the future at this point. Um, it's it's just frustrating frustrating week in and week out going through this. Um, I, I honestly had no emotion after that game, which I usually am up screaming the entire time. So um, hopefully they uh, they figure something out and I, I don't know something's something's gotta give. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if if someone was let go tomorrow. And, and to be completely honest, interesting. AJ's team dead inside. Uh, yep. <laughs> King. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna follow suit with this, man. Um, keep on wearing your. Keep on wearing your green. I want Howie gone, and on top of that, I want the top. I want. I want a top ten. I want a top ten. When's the last time we had a top ten pick? Except besides trading for Trade Carson up Wentz. For Wentz. It, yeah, that was the last time we had that. Was it Lane Johnson 2003? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I think we'll make the, we'll make the best decision that way. So um, let's go for the future. And I want Howie gone. I want Doug here because he was, he was the one that won us a champ, won us a Super Bowl. Listen, I live in Arizona. And, I, and one day I got over the Cardinals, I got a, I got a, I got a Lombardi. They don't. So that's one thing I can say. And I, you know, South Jersey stand up. What up? Hell All yeah. Up. Proud. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Sucks, but at the same time, it's not the worst problem to have. Um, I mean, everyone knows I've been the Carson Wentz guy through and through. You can see, you can go dox me, look at all my old tweets or whatever you want. I've had, I've <laughs> had his back for forever. Um, and I feel it's slowly slipping away, and it sucks, and I hate it. But I mean, the reality is, I'd rather win football games than. Win Carson Wentz's uh, approval, well, yep. I guess, or his respect. So, 
It sucks, but I mean, I think, like I said earlier, I think you go with Hertz next week um, for a couple reasons. One, to try to, you know, point out the like coaching in- intricacies that, you know, sometimes haven't been there this year. Um, and plus, you want to keep Carson healthy. I know he's been hurt a decent amount. Um, and if you ever want the chance, you know, as some people said, trade him to Indy, he's got to be healthy. So I go with Hertz next week. Listen, man, I'm I'm passionate about this team. I don't think I need to prove it any more than anybody. Um, day in, day out, week by week, you know, every year uh, since being a part of this team, um, I I'm, I'm a Carson guy and I'm a stick with Carson. But you know, yeah, go with the kid next week. Go with the kid for the remainder of the season. Uh, Carson just doesn't have it this year. Um, it's 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 a wrap. You know, he ha- this is his. This is his worst year of since being here, and you know, I don't think there's any uh, any way to bring it back. So you know, go with uh, go with the kid, go with these youngsters, see what they got, see what the future holds for us, and then you know, uh, it it can help us make some decisions later on down the line. But you know, when it comes to uh, the passion I have for this team, it doesn't change. You know, I'm gonna sit here on the same spot watching this team. Win, lose, or draw, or tie, whatever the case may be. Uh, and I'm here for my team always. So, fly, you fly. Yeah, and just to build off of uh, what Prime just said, before I'm a Doug Peterson fan, before I'm a Carson Wentz fan, before I'm a Howie Roseman fan, I'm an Eagles fan. I, I love this team more than any of the players on it, more than any of the coaches we've ever had. I'm going to be here longer than they are. You know, there's these players, these coaches, they're going to move on. I'm still going to be here. I ultimately just want my Eagles to succeed. And uh, if I can leave with one more piece of juicy information, Soko has added in the chat, the Eagles QB Carson Wentz revealed that he and head coach Doug Peterson never talked or had a conversation after the game. Said what happens moving forward is out of his control. And the direct quote being, we haven't really talked yet. So... We'll see what happens there. End of the day, it's out of my control. Trusting them, uh, trusting them with their plan, trusting God with his plan, I'm sure we'll talk uh, here pretty soon. So it looks like after that game, Doug and Carson haven't spoken. If that's foreshadowing for next week, I, I would certainly say so. Well, uh, you know, Evan, you got your Super Bowl earlier than I did. It took me a little bit longer. Uh, definitely, we're all diehards here. Um, and shout out to all you Eagle fans who stuck around pregame and postgame and fired up and passionate about this team. Even though this team is 3-8-1, and one, um, it is what it is. And at this point in time, I'm, again, I keep reiterating, I'm an evaluator of this team and how they move accordingly. Obviously, you, you learn about a lot of people when, when, when the shit hits hits the fan, the, the, people, the real people who stick up for you, the re- real people that stay around, uh, the real people that uh, pick you up when you fall down. Uh, that's what you figure out when times are rough, and the Eagles have that um, at the moment. They have to figure out who is with this football team uh, moving forward. Uh, coaches, um, you got to continue to coach at these younger players as we move closer to the end of the season. You know, I'm a draft guy, you know, like, at the end, of, but at the end of the day, I want to see fight. I said pre pre show. I said if they win with this young roster and guys showing fight, or if they lose with young guys showing fight, I'll be okay with that. Um, but this is what it is at the moment. We all have to, uh, you know, hold our heads up, uh, keep supporting our birds, 
Um, but at the end of the day, it's always fly, Eagles, fly. And we will see you guys in the next one. Go Birds. <laughs>